Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Brainwaves. Hear the world differently. Bringing community mental health to you, raising awareness and challenging stigma. Tune in to 3CR Community Radio, Wednesdays at 5pm. Melbourne's Drive Time Radio Program, featuring community organisations, powerful stories and information. Find us at brainwaves.org.au. Proudly sponsored by Wellways Australia. Hi, I'm Rebecca and you're listening to Brainwaves on 3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital Radio and 3cr.org.au. From the Brainwaves team today, I'm joined with Steph and Rachel. This week, we'll be talking with Emma Finch. So, Emma Finch is an art therapist who created the Black Dog Community Art Project, and she runs a yearly art exhibition that honours and showcases the talent of those who struggle with mental illness. Welcome back to the show, Emma. We're so glad to see you and talk to you again. Thank you for having me. So, just to begin with, Emma, could you please just tell us a little bit about yourself? Well... I'm a mature lady (laughs) and I'm an artist. I've been an artist since I was three years old Mm -hmm. and um, I suffered from childhood trauma and teenage trauma and some adult trauma and that got me involved in the arts and for myself personally the arts made me heal and made myself feel better so that sort of led on to myself becoming an art therapist and wanting to not to to help other people heal from their past trauma and pain so art is my world it's my my life and I believe it can heal or help heal a lot of people who suffer from mental health I also have a history of depression and anxiety which I've now healed from but art brought me on that journey to recovery. Wow that's amazing thank Mm. you for that. Um, Just out of interest what kind of art do you do what does your art look like? Well, I'm a mixed media artist, but I first started off painting portraits of people who upset me, and that was very satisfying. And then I learned that creating portraits of people or making fun of other people who upset you was a way into a stress release for me. Mm. But I do um, mixed media um portraits, landscapes, anything really I draw from the imagination. I'm an intuitive artist. I like to create crafts and arts and sort of break boundaries about what is art and what is craft and what is allowed. Mm. Yeah, that sounds really great. Um, You know, going off what you were saying about art therapy, last year you organised When the Black Dog Bites, an art exhibition. How did that go and what was that what did that involve? Well, last year was an interesting one. For the previous three years, we were at Amaru Neighbourhood Centre and we got the opportunity to go to a new gallery mm-hmm. in the city of Mount Waverley and it was called The Track and it was only just completed. So it was only a couple of months old when we moved in and being in that new venue seemed to really highlight and bring the community more together. We had over a thousand visitors mm-hmm. and and um, the venue was really good because it, it brought the community together because it's a centre where other activities go. So people would walk by and come in and say, oh, what's this about? And they'd ask more questions about mental health and made a lot of inquiries about um, 
what is mental health? Why have we got what they deemed a sad exhibition? But once they found out the stories behind and the lived experience, the majority, I say 95% of the people said there should be more of this art in the community. Mm. That sounds great. That's almost like a double kind of, like it's therapeutic for the people making the art and also like for the audience maybe they they can take something away from it like yeah some education the audience can take a lot yeah. away from it but we also have tissues dotted around the gallery space because it does touch on people's mm. their own past and their family and friends and colleagues past and it also touches a pain or some somewhere in, in themselves and it it's just really lovely to hear also from the audience and the artists and families their story story I should mm. say because it um, contributes to what it's all about it's not about just the art it's not just about uh, the artist it's about reflecting on what's going on in the community because mental health and depression and anxiety is increasing especially with um, the young um, age groups and teenagers so I I want to really address that and help them in some way. Mm, That sounds really great. Um, It sounds like you got a lot of positive feedback from the exhibition. Um, What kinds of people like was it you know whether a particular age group or who, who came and saw the exhibition or was it just mixed? Uh, it's mixed, but we have developed a very good relationship with Brentwood Secondary College, yeah. and they have a good mental health team and programs at their school. So we had it was about fifteen students worked from from that school, and then we had some other schools involved, and so they would be as young as fourteen to eighteen year olds. We did have one child who was uh, two years old exhibit and what they they painted a picture about being sad so the two-year-old understood about being sad and they painted alongside their grandma so we have family groups happening as well and then the oldest would have been in their 90s so we take a broad range it's all inclusive yeah that sounds really beautiful the the two-year-old yes yeah um, so it sounds like, you know, you've talked about a little bit about why it's really important to have this exhibition. Um, is there anything else that you've found um, over the years that, that makes it really important to kind of have this, create this space? Yeah. Well, what's been happening over the years, and especially we noticed last year, was there was more openness. People okay. are starting to get used to the idea of the Black Dog exhibitions, and there was more honesty and openness within the artwork, which was revealed. And we always have vignettes of the artist's works, and they told really painful, heartfelt stories, mm. but it went along with the images, so people could understand the artwork through the storytelling and it just makes it that you can connect and what we want is people to come and to connect to think about trauma anxiety abuse and go away and sort of spread the news that it's not something to be ashamed of it's not something which should have stigma we're trying to break down the stigma yeah and this exhibition goes a long way in doing that What do you think is the difference or what do you think art, like visual art, can add to those like more written uh, vignettes of experience? That's a very good question. Well, what comes to the top of my mind is that quite often when you've had pain or mental illness, it's too difficult to put into words, Mm -hmm. that it's too hard to express. But an image using colour or shape or line, figurative or abstract, can express quite powerfully, very quickly, the emotion 
emotions which are, are hidden behind words. So once you get these emotions out on the canvas, um, it's easier to open up a conversation. Mm. Yeah, and like what you were saying about people feeling that when they, they see it, there's some kind of emotional reality in there that people connect to. That's, yes. That sounds amazing. So Emma, um, you've organised the exhibition for several years now. What would you say has been the biggest learning experience for you and how do you try and top previous exhibitions? Again, an excellent question. Each year I learn something new and each year we're, we're developing. But what it is that um, the community is really behind um, getting to break down stigma about anxiety and depression. And it may be baby steps, but our exhibition is growing. We have a reputation now. We're going to be in our fifth year this year. And we get more and more artists asking and more and more people wanting to know about the exhibition. So we, we seem to be connecting a lot more with the community and with more organisations. But the, the thing it is, that's most important is that the artists themselves are being heard mm -hmm. and that their work is being seen and it may be for the first time that they've exhibited or a second or third time but it's a very powerful experience for the artists and to be a part of that and to make that possible for the artists to be held uh, held with wonder and quite often it's the first time they've told this story and seeing their artwork which they can share with everyone is really lovely. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, just building up onto that, as an art therapist, how does it make you feel um, knowing and seeing the work that your clients create and they showcase in the exhibition? Well, sometimes I have mixed feelings because you don't want to exploit your client. Mm -hmm. But it's also a thing, um, you've got to seek permission from your clients, whether they're willing to produce some work to go into the exhibition. But I would say 99% of the time, with um, empathy, talk, conversation, communication, most of the clients are very willing to partake in an exhibition. It's yep. something they never thought about before. It's something they never thought they were good enough. And often they can't quite believe that they participated to the, see the end results of the actual exhibition and see the public's reaction, their family's reaction, and media reaction and things like that. So it's really fascinating to see the journey everyone travels on. Mm. Yeah, and I can imagine it gives them a lot of confidence too to be involved in something like that. Yes. And the opportunity to share, you know, their experiences. And we have some good news. Some of the artists have then gone on and enrolled into art college oh, as a result of that. Mm -hmm. Others have been um, self-enterprising, have started their own art business. So it does tri great. trickle along. Others have, um, had, have healed or have improved along their journey. Others have wanted to come and help volunteer. So there is this process where it has a flow on effect and who knows where that will end or stop. Yeah, it looks like it's impacted a lot of different people in different ways. Yes. Um, will the exhibition be happening again this year? And if so, what's the theme? The exhibition will be happening. Like I said earlier, it's in its fifth year. Mm -hmm. The exhibition title is Making Sense Art and Mental Health. This came about through last year when it was the Black Dog Bites. People were so um, enthused about, they could see that the mental health 
um, affected them. But this time we want to say, how does having a mental health make sense into the community? How can we help? What can we do? Where do we go? Mm -hmm. So it's also making that next step forward and developing. And it's going to be held in um, um, the new gallery and it's called The Track. And it's at 47 Miller Crescent, Mount Waverley. And it's just opposite Mount Waverley Railway Station. So in case anybody listening has you know missed that or want to go back to it later on where can people go to find out more information about the exhibition they can contact me on my email and that is epfinch64 at gmail.com i'll leave my details here so if they people want to call the radio station they can get the information okay that's great thank you Um, yeah i'll make sure to put the links into the podcast so everyone knows. Thank you. Um, yeah, I was just I was just going to ask. Um, it's it sounds great that the exhibition is having this kind of trickle on effect in the community and for the um, individuals as well in their own lives and careers. Um, but I'm just I'm just curious about what does art therapy kind of look like at the beginning? Kind of when you're working with a client, like what 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 is art therapy and what yeah what does it involve? Well, to start with, art therapy is different to art mm-hmm. because the, the end results are different. Yeah. Art, you have um, an outcome like you're making something, um, an object or an art painting, and that's that. But mm-hmm. art therapy is that it's the process. Yeah. So you start off with uh, a directive like, I'm going to paint my mood today. Mm-hmm. And your mood may, may be blue, so you're painting blues and things like that. And you end up with a picture. But that picture is not the end result. It's the journey you go on through. And then once you have your picture, there may be a chance for dialoguing about it to talk to your therapist about what's going on. And when you do art activities, you don't have a therapist in the room. So art therapy, there's you and the therapist, or it might be a mixed group. So Mm. there is quite a difference. Mm. And what was the other question? Um, Oh, it was just like what art therapy is and what it involves. yeah, I guess, it, is there any, have there been any moments that you've kind of seen like a client like go through that and, and see the kind of healing that it can produce? Is there anything? Yeah. Well, the very first thing most people will say is I can't do art, mm. I can't draw and I can't yeah. paint. And I think a lot of you out there will think that. Exactly so, what I think. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so I say rubbish. I say um, any mark making can be seen as a communication Mm -hmm. and so it's not about the standard of your work it's just applying yourself and having a willingness to try to express yourself Mm -hmm. and so I've seen many many um, people go from not being able to draw to drawing to now becoming artists or from being so unwell that they've now become stable and they turn to art when they're unwell to to improve their mental health. Mm. Uh, How do you, you know, how do you find that people can get over that initial hump the way, you know, I I know I've experienced it, where where you're thinking like, oh, no, I can't. It it feels like frustrating almost. Like it's, it's, you're trying to draw and you're like, this looks like nothing. This is like awful. Yeah. How do you, how do you work through that with people so they can actually experience the the healing? Well, at the start, people bring their their critics and their inner child with them and quite often they have Mm. a bad experience at school and so they say they they can't do work because of that Mm -hmm. but it's through 
how I dialogue with the client or with the people and which helps build up self-esteem, confidence. So I may give a directive, let's do this or show a technique which I know will be 100% successful for anyone. So then the person starts and oh, look, I've done this. Mm. And then through that, you build bridges and mm. you slowly, slowly introduce different techniques mm. so the person doesn't feel, well, I don't know what to do. Mm. And quite often, it's just, if you have a white piece of paper, that can be daunting. So you get them to choose a favourite colour or a colour they don't like and put a background on their paper so it's not so white. And mm. then just get a pen and a paintbrush and just play, have mm. a dance with mark making. Mm. And that quite often is a lifter to getting people started. Yeah, and I find also that many people don't really... Well, now it's become more common and you see more people, like, enrolling into university and studying it. Um, But I feel like art therapy was never really considered to be something, like, therapeutic at the beginning Um, because, like, the therapies that, like, you instantly can think of is, like, psychotherapy where you talk to a therapist and some people who have bad experience with therapists how do you kind of if people have struggled with like clinical therapists how do you kind of take their experience and transfer it to art therapy and make it a much more pleasant thing for them well it's all about connection so one would be very careful how you introduce art therapy and how you connect it you would speak about their past experience and very gently approach them into the art therapy situation and I would invite um, anyone to a free session to see whether it's for them or or not so they can trial that but also um, latest research shows that in England doctors are prescribed art instead of medication for to help with mental health to help with loneliness um, depression and anxiety that they are finding they call it arts on prescription that um, art to do any type of art is has tremendous healing qualities so because I know that as an art therapist I try to instill that into the clients that are coming and it may not happen in the first week or the second week for some people it takes um weeks or months and that's okay Hmm. yeah yeah because especially like you yourself you've drawn from a very young age like I remember you telling me that um when your brothers and sisters would annoy you you'd paint their portrait and then hang them up on the fence outside like so cars would like drive by and kind of like shame them into into like changing their behaviors and from your own experience like it's been so powerful for you so and I think you've got like an amazing talent as well and like you've said to me before like if you've got a talent why not share it with the world so I guess in a way especially with the exhibition I feel like a lot of people connect with others who have like a lived experience of mental illness Mm -hmm. because it's like if you if you haven't gone through something it's kind of hard to I guess like talk to someone about it if 
they really don't have any clue like what you're even talking about. And I think that's mm. one of the benefits is that I do have a lived experience. Mm. And what people don't see that many people before they even get to put in their artwork into the exhibition will call up for support. Mm. So I will have 20, 30, 40, 50 calls sometimes in a week wanting support and discussion about is their work okay? Can they really do it? And so they're behind the scenes is a big part of pulling the exhibition together mm. and once you get the person's confidence and you, and that a lot of them will ask whether you've had a lived-in experience mm -hmm. and I don't hide that mm -hmm. because I think uh, I used to be ashamed it took me 30 years before I could share my um, past experience and I don't want anyone to wait 30 years for them yeah. to feel better so I'm all out there um, telling people about what it's like what it can do and it's different for everyone yeah yeah and you've definitely been really busy do you want to tell us a little bit about what you've been up to since the last time we spoke to you yeah. well I've just been accepted as artist in residence at Box Hill Community Arts Centre and where I'm running some art therapy programs for children and over 50s but I will be running further art therapy there and I have a little attic where I produce my own work so if anyone was interested in coming to see me to talk about the black dog you're most welcome to come and con contact me there. I've also started um, new work with Link Health and Community, working with youth with alcohol and other drugs. And I'm about to go for an interview with Housing First to continue doing some more art therapy with them and with other communities as well. But my love is being a community artist and getting out there and helping those in the community who needs it, who often don't fit mainstream art school and mm. really can't afford therapy. Yeah, and definitely you're really in demand these days as yes. well. And it's so lovely to hear because I know we've had you so many times on the show and like year after year, like we hear positive feedback from people about the art exhibition and it's amazing. How how did it actually come about? Like, how did you create the exhibition in the first place? Well, I was doing a program called the Opening Doors Leadership Program. And part of that leadership program is you had to devise a program. And I had a lot of people coming to me as my capacity as an art therapist saying that people weren't listening to what it was like to have a mental health illness, depression was increasing, and more people were coming to Amaru Neighbourhood Centre where I was working. So we, I held a meeting with the community and asked them what did they want to do and they said they wanted me to help but so I said the, the only way I could think about having the most impact was to um, push on an art exhibition and they loved that idea so it was you know through my sort of dream I had dreamt about doing this but didn't exactly have the confidence but clients were telling me you could do this you could lead us into this enterprise and so I went with it and it's just grown from strength to strength. Hmm. And what are you most excited about this year for the upcoming exhibition? Well seeing new work I'm excited it's still 
working in my head but we want to reach more people in the community so we're looking at going and connecting with more schools more nursing homes more um, institutes and organizations where mental health affects people and going in and doing more outreach work and inviting a whole lot of new people to come and exhibit and to see the new work and what direction will take will be really marvelous yeah that sounds amazing. So what are some things, if someone's really hesitant to even pick up a piece of paper to, I don't know, create art, what would some advice you'd give them to actually start that journey and start doing art and potentially looking into art therapy? Right, I would get them to take three deep breaths before they begin and to find a place which is safe and comfortable and for them to set up a place which they won't be interrupted yeah and then um i would if they were really stuck i would get them to contact me so yeah oh. um so in the next few years where would you see um, the art exhibition? Well, in theory, I would like it to rotate and to go to regional Australia and maybe exchange art with um, like Ballarat, which I have some mm. connections with, with Melbourne. And so it can rotate and move around. And I would like it to continue to extend in the city of Monash. Maybe now I have connections with Whitehorse to extend into Whitehorse. And I've got connections with Kingston Council to extend into Kingston Council as well. That sounds amazing. Mm. Awesome. Thank you so mm. much. Thank you so much, Emma, for coming on the show tonight. Um, I'll make sure to put all your contact details you. in our podcast so everyone can find out more information about the exhibition and even contact you if they'd like to start at art therapy. So thank you so much. Um, you can find more of our shows at our website brainwaves.org.au or on the 3CR website 3cr.org.au or on iTunes. Thanks for listening and we'll be back next Wednesday at 5 for another episode of Brainwaves. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.